Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper, a weekly NPR parody podcast in no way associated with NPR, brought to you in no part by the following parody sponsors. Nancy Pelosi brand penciled in eyebrows. The ridiculous number of American flags behind her says, I love America. But her erratically drawn in way too high eyebrows say, don't you know I'm loco? President Trump's Twitter account, the night the Democrats announced their impeachment inquiry, President Trump tweeted three separate Fox News clips in less than an hour. Now we know what a propaganda loop looks like desperately weeping into a gallon of ice cream. And sweet, sweet irony. President Trump is being impeached because of a scheme to destroy Joe Biden. But Elizabeth Warren is going to end up being the nominee. I am Dave. And I am Molly. And our voices are as weak and ineffectual as the arguments against impeachment. Our top story this week. Despite the fact that multiple news outlets are reporting that a whistleblower within the intelligence community filed a, quote, credible and urgent complaint regarding President Trump extorting the Ukrainian government to dig up dirt on his political opponents in exchange for congressionally approved military funds, President Trump insists without evidence that the real scandal is whatever it is that Joe Biden didn't actually do. As always, our Trump impersonator is a woman because we hear he hates that. All I did was use the power of the American presidency to pressure the Ukrainian government into taking action that benefits me personally in exchange for millions of dollars in taxpayer money. But the real scandal here is that Joe Biden used the power of the American presidency to pressure the Ukrainian government into taking action that benefits him personally in exchange for millions of dollars in taxpayer money. The Joe Biden, not a scandal scandal, which there is strong evidence to suggest that President Trump extorted the Ukrainian government to investigate, revolves around an unproven and in large part debunked conspiracy theory perpetuated by President Trump's personal attorney and the love child of Abe Vigoda and Freddy Krueger, Rudy Giuliani. In an interview on Cuomo in Primetime last week, Giuliani denied and then immediately admitted to investigating the Joe Biden conspiracy in Ukraine. I never investigated it! You never investigated it? Of course I did! But you just said! I didn't just say! Of of course I just said! No! Of course yes! Barely Audible Whisper obtained an audio recording of Rudy Giuliani's Crack Ukraine Investigation, aided by his Crack Ukraine Investigation Crack Investigation experts, President Trump and Elmer Fudd. Shh. Be very, very quiet. We're hunting Hunter Biden's. The hunter has become the hunted because the hunter's name happens to be Hunter. What part of the word quiet don't you understand? I have the best word. The quiet part! I have no concept of the word quiet! You don't know what the word quiet means? Of course I do! I hereby declare that Sleepy Joe Biden used the power of the vice presidency, which Mike Pence told me is a lot of power, to influence you... Ukrainian policy, so his son could get rich in Yukon. Can you imagine if a Republican did that? He would get the electric chair. You mean like how your daughter, who was part of your administration, got all those foreign patents while she took those foreign trips with your administration? Or how your sons make money from your hotels, which you never divested from? When foreign leaders stay at Trump properties, quarry your favor? Yes, I can imagine that. 
Neither the president nor his children have ever made any money off of the presidency! Yes, they have. Of course they have! I'm really rich. Getting rich off of the presidency is not a crime! It's a violation of the Emoluments Clause. Of course it is! Trump has the most Elmo movements of any president in the history of the Emoji Machines clues. Nobody makes more Elmo money than Trump. Be very, very quiet, Mr. President. Emoluments are a violation of the Constitution. Fake news. I can do whatever I want because Joe Biden really did whatever it is I did because Obama. It says so in the Constitution. Shut very, very up. I'm wanting evidence. I hate evidence. While Rudy Giuliani hasn't contradicting himself. I never contradicted myself. Of course I contradicted myself. And you've been mispronouncing emoluments. Eminem emotents. And Ukraine's. Ukulele train. I uncovered the following facts. When Ukraine asked their co-op president, Viktor Yanukovych, Ukrainian citizens demanded an end to government corruption. However, Viktor Shrokin, the prosecutor general, tasked prosecuting Ukrainian corruption, was himself co-opt, and came under scrutiny from the United States, United Kingdom, the World Bank, the IMF, NATO, European Union, and basically the entire civilized world. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden took a job, doing nobody's sure what, at a company called Boisma, owned by former Yanukovych officials suspected of corruption named Mikola Zoleski. Jokin opened an investigation into Boisma, presumably as a means of extorting bribes from Zoleski, but the investigation had been dormant for more than an entire year before Joe Biden joined the entire global community in calling for Shoskin's Ashwa. Not only does this timeline make it impossible for Biden's intervention to benefit his son, what the fact that Zuleski may have been bribing Shokin to protect Bawisma means that Biden actually asked a prosecutor general who may have been protecting his son's company. That's fantastic! Well, I just proved that Joe Biden didn't do anything wrong. When taken together, the facts exonerate Biden. But when yelled individually as out-of-context suspicious information, they sound vaguely nefarious. Sleepy Joe Biden, corrupt prosecutor, bribery, corrupt Democrats, Hunter Biden, investigation. What are you even talking about? Exactly! <laughs> Abadi, 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 that's all, folks. This week marked by Visibility Day. Barely Audible Whisper filed the following report because we were curious. On By Visibility Day, the world recognizes the achievement of Benjamin Franklin, who made By Visibility possible when he invented bifocals. No, By Visibility Day is a day to recognize bisexuals. The idea is to create a safe environment for bisexuals I'm have- getting to that! While Benjamin Franklin was living abroad as an American diplomat in Paris, France, he enjoyed a reputation for sexual promiscuity with many women. It was during this period that Franklin encountered a problem. But 
Since I am attracted to both of you as women, and you are both attracted to me as a man, there would be no way for us all to be satisfied by simultaneous lovemaking. But Benjamin, we are bisexual. We are attracted to both the men and the women. I see. And that's the story of how Ben Franklin's initial bi-visibility led to the discovery of bisexuality. That's not even a little bit accurate. Also, the women were already bisexuals. How does Ben Franklin get credit for discovering a something that already existed? It's the American way, okay? Like when Christopher Columbus discovered America even though there are already people living here? God. Anyways, as Benjamin Franklin was exploring his new discovery, so to speak, he encountered another problem. Oh, Ben Franklin and a woman. Oh, a woman and Ben Franklin. There's too much going on all at once. I can't satisfactorily take it all in. I want to get a good close-up view of what's in front of me. But I also want to appreciate a full overview of the situation. Oh, Ben Franklin and a woman. Oh, a woman and Ben Franklin. Eureka! We oui, Eureka! No, not Eureka as in sexual gratification. Eureka, as in, I just had a brilliant idea. If I had a pair of glasses that were magnified at the bottom of the lens, but not magnified at the top of the lens, I could get a close-up view of what's in front of me, while also getting a full overview of the situation. And that's the story of how bi-visibility led to bi-visibility. The White House countered Nancy Pelosi's announcement that the House of Representatives is opening an impeachment inquiry spurred by whistleblower allegations that President Trump extorted the Ukrainian government for political favors. By trying to pass off a memorandum of President Trump's phone call with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky as a transcript. According to the White House's own transcript that's not really a transcript, President Trump directly asked President Zelensky for a favor. President Trump then proceeded to ask President Zelensky to investigate Joe Biden's role in a debunked conspiracy and investigate a different baseless conspiracy about Hillary Clinton, all the while repeatedly mentioning the money that America provides Ukraine. Also, according to the transcript, President Trump also repeatedly insisted that President Zelensky meet with President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, and President Trump's other personal attorney, United States Attorney General William Barr. The fact that the White House's own version of the phone call is so damaging to President Trump makes you wonder how bad the actual phone call actually was. Barely audible whisper obtained an audio recording of the actual call. As always, our Trump impersonator is still a woman, because we hear he still hates that. Hey, Voldemort Zippy, congratulations on your great, but not as great as mine, election victory. Thank you, President Trump. As a political outsider, I ran a campaign similar to the campaign you ran in America, but this is not just a triumphant moment for me personally. This election is important for the people of Ukraine. Boring. Who... I lost interest when you stopped talking about me. Forgive me. 
As I am new to politics, I forgot the first rule of manipulating American foreign policy. Blow smoke up Trump's ears. You are really great. Uh, thank you for that completely sincere and not at all forced compliment. Yay, Trump. And, speaking of Trump, I need you to do me a favor, President Zigzag. What exactly did you have in mind? I need you to investigate Joe Biden forcing Prosecutor General Shushine out of office to protect his son, who is the most corrupt son, but not the good kind of corrupt like my son's. He's bad corrupt because Democrats. I don't know if that's an appropriate... The Congress approved almost half a billion dollars in funding for your military. It would be a shame if something happened to it. Mm. Are you threatening to withhold military funding to our country if I don't orchestrate a smear campaign against your political rival? Fake news, zippity doodah. I'm not threatening to withhold military funding to your country for orchestrating a smear campaign against my political rival. I'm just saying that if you don't orchestrate a smear campaign against my political rival, then I'm withholding military funding. That's a quid pro quo. Fake news, xylophone. I never said quid pro quo. A quid pro quo is only a quid pro quo when you specifically say quid pro quo. The quid is the investigation, the exchange is the pro, and the money quo. Look, you want the money that I'm already obligated to give you, but I don't want to give it to you because Putin. And I don't have to give you what I'm required to give you because I can do whatever I want because Republicans. But... And uh... I want you... To investigate Joe Biden and Hillary's emails and all of the mean things that Deborah Messing said about me that hurt my feelings and made me cry. I understand, or but... Or else you don't get any money, Zoltar Machine. The thing is, we've already looked into the possibility that Joe Biden pressured the ouster of the prosecutor general in a corrupt effort to protect his son's business interests... And it doesn't add up. It doesn't have to add up, Jaja Gabor. Addition is a Democrat hoax. I don't understand. Both of my personal attorneys, Rudy Giuliani and Attorney General William Barr, have already come up with a bunch of crazy accusations. All you have to do is call them, and they'll tell you what to say. But I just won an election based on my anti-corruption platform. So did I. Just do what I do. Every time you do something corrupt, just say, Witch hunt! And then say, The real corruption is Democrats! And then make a crazy allegation like, Obama wiretapped my phone! When, even though everybody knows it's not true, people have to look into it. Because you're the president. And then keep doing more corrupt stuff until there's... So much corruption that nobody can keep track of it all. I don't like this. Neither did Lindsey Graham at first, but don't worry. You'll get used to it, Xanadu. The trial of Amber Geiger, the former Dallas police officer, 
who claimed she thought she was shooting an intruder in her apartment when she actually shot an unarmed black man in his apartment began this week. Geiger's defense that she mistakenly entered the wrong apartment and mistakenly shot the unarmed black man she mistakenly thought was an intruder in what she mistakenly believed was her apartment is ridiculous. However, Barely Audible Whisper is bound by the rules of modern news outlets to try so hard to appear balanced that we lose all sense of objectivity by balancing objective facts with absurd theories, thus losing the object of balanced coverage in objective reporting in exchange for the balanced appearance of objectivity. So we created a scenario in which Miss Geiger's defense is somehow defensible. get a welcome mat. That's weird. My key doesn't fit into the lock. The door pushed open. I must have forgot to lock my door. Even though I'm so terrified of being burglarized that I'd probably shoot an apparent intruder without bothering to find out what he was doing. Especially if he was black. Can I help you? Oh my god, there's an unarmed black man in my apartment. Excuse me? Who? Are you? And how did you manage to replace all of my furniture? What are you talking about? None of this furniture is mine. My carpet isn't this color either. That's because this is my You apartment. painted the walls, too. I've only been gone for eight hours. My God, you work fast. Look, lady, uh, I don't I know... I like you. the color. I'll give you that, okay? And the way you laid out the furniture you replaced my furniture with has visually pleasing feng shui. Whoever you are, I'm impressed by your creative use of physical space. What are you talking about? You're right. There's an intruder in my apartment. This is no time to admire your flair for design. This is my apartment. Alexa, call the police. Who are you talking Alexa, to? call the police. I don't have Amazon. You disabled Alexa. You bastard. Look, I don't know what's going on it's here, but- It's obvious what's going on here. You obviously put down a welcome mat, broke into my apartment, changed my door lock, recarpeted the floor, replaced my furniture with a keen eye for visual spacing, painted my walls, put up pictures of a black family, and disabled Alexa. I think you might just be in the wrong- But you didn't count on the fact that I'm a police officer. I see these kinds of home invasion, putting down a doormat, lock changing, recarpeting, black family photograph, Amazon disabling, furniture replacements every day. No, you don't. That's what makes it the perfect crime. It's never been done before. You're obvious- I don't know who you are- I'm your upstairs neighbor. Or what you're doing here. I live here. But you're not gonna get away with this. Oh my God, you have a gun? Luckily, I had my gun with me, so you couldn't remove it from my nightstand and replace it with a better gun. I don't have a gun! You replaced my furniture with better furniture. It only stands to reason you'd replace my gun with a better gun. Look, just put the gun down. Oh my god, he's got a better gun! Thank god that's over. Oh, I hope I get to keep this guy's furniture. I really like what he's done with the place. <laughs> This Tuesday, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced a formal impeachment investigation into hopefully soon-to-be ex-president Donald Trump. The move by House Democrats to finally move forward with an impeachment investigation is due in no small part to the heroic efforts of California Congressman and Chairman of the House Intelligence Committee Adam Schiff who first sounded the alarm bells about the Trump administration's efforts to silence the whistleblower who formally lodged credible and urgent complaints regarding President Trump's efforts to use military funding to extort the Ukrainian government into investigating his political opponent. 
We here at Barely Audible Whisper have made fun of Adam Schiff on multiple occasions, like the times we called him America's, quote, national tattletale, and mocked the whiny press conferences he held when witnesses refused to answer Democrats' questions in closed-door testimony. You guys, Donald Trump Jr. won't answer any of my questions. Seriously, you guys, this is a totally unprecedented breach of the rule of law, you guys. You guys, he's claiming executive privilege, but he doesn't even work for the government. It isn't fair. He can't do that, you guys. But despite our mockery and President Trump's seeming immunity to the norms and laws that govern America, Adam Schiff courageously pressed on with impeccable integrity and a sharp eye towards the judgment of history. History is totally going to judge us for this, you guys. Seriously, you guys, history is going to be so super mad at us. I'm telling history on you. And so, in an effort to apologize to Chairman Schiff for our frequent and merciless mocking of his whining, Barely Out of a Whisper presents Adam Schiff, a profile in courage. It was a dark time for Democrats. The Mueller report had not yet been made public, and Attorney General William Barr's bullshit summation of the Mueller report as an exoneration of the president was quickly becoming the dominant public narrative. Republicans pounced on deflated Democrats, but Chairman Adam Schiff whined a rally cry with a speech that was undeniably whiny, but infinitely less whiny than his usual whininess. This is not okay. Maybe you think it's okay, but I don't think it's okay. Repetition of a phrase is a powerful tool when employed by good speakers, but when employed by Adam Schiff, it almost sounded like a Dr. Seuss book. This is not okay. This is not okay, I say. You may say this is okay, but this is not okay, I say. Silly as Schiff's speech may have sounded, it stirred a sense of justice in Democrats, who rallied around a renewed commitment to the principle that no one is above the law, and committed themselves to holding hearings. Democratic committee chairs requested documents and asked witnesses to appear, but Trump refused to comply with their request, so they wrote strongly worded letters. Dear you guys, this is not okay. When their letters were ignored, they issued subpoenas. Seriously, you guys, this is totally serious. It is totally not okay to ignore a subpoena, you guys. Predictably, the Trump administration ignored Democrats' subpoenas until finally a whistleblower came forward with a credible and urgent complaint that the law clearly states must be delivered to the Intelligence Committee. Predictably, the Trump administration intervened, preventing the complaint or the whistleblower from reaching Chairman Schiff's committee. This is not okay! But this time it really wasn't okay. Despite the exhaustive list of things Trump has done that aren't okay, that Republicans say are okay, that it almost feels like everything that's not okay has become okay, this was so not okay that Nancy Pelosi gave the okay for Democrats to investigate how not okay this was. Okay. We have no way of knowing how any of this will turn out, but it seems entirely possible that one day, when this is all over, we may look back and realize that Chairman Adam Schiff 
saved America. And when that day comes, Hollywood will no doubt portray the heroism of Chairman Schiff's brave resilience in a completely inaccurate biopic that actually expresses the essence of Adam Schiff's courage more accurately than any accurate portrayal could. Because inaccurately casting Adam Schiff as a muscular young hunk with gravitas in his voice is the only way to accurately convey the heroism with which he alerted America to Don Jr.'s obstruction. I, Adam Schiff, like the Paul Revere of my time, cannot remain silent while Donald Trump Jr. makes a mockery of justice. The integrity and wisdom with which Adam Schiff steadfastly cared about the judgment of history cannot be accurately portrayed in history by an accurate portrayal of Adam Schiff. History will not look kindly on those who stood idly by while lawlessness invaded the American presidency. I will tell history of how I stopped it. And the full weight of Adam Schiff's this is not okay speech, a speech that called a demoralized opposition back into action, can never be properly remembered, as long as it is remembered for how it was actually delivered. This is not okay. This is not okay, I say. You may say that this is okay, but this is not okay, I say! And so from the bottom of our hearts, we here at Barely Audible Whisper applaud Adam Schiff for the determination with which he has so valiantly stood by the courage of his convictions. Thank you, Adam Schiff, and sorry about all the jokes. Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper, made possible by the following people. Writer, co-host, producer, Dave Baldwin, co-host and actress, Molly Brown, actor, Daniel Carter... <laughs>